Hello everyone, this is Hank. Hey guys, this is Betty. And we are sitting outside in the gym parking lot. We just and we just finished doing quads. Yes. Yeah, I've heard the song Hit the Quad. Mm -hmm. Well we hit the quads. Yes. We were we are we are kind of folded up in pain right now. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we are actually sitting outside in the parking lot, which I may have said that a while ago. But so you're probably gonna hear cars and loud trucks and yes. all that. So because it is the South. Yes. Mm -hmm. But we were having a discussion on television preachers, mm -hmm. and we've kind of been having the discussion on and off all day. We have started around lunch. Yes. Yeah, because Hank. Hank took a little trip down uh, the, what would it be, the Pluto? The Pluto Lane? Pluto, Pluto Boulevard? Pluto uh, Yellow Brick Pluto. Road. Yes. Yeah, and he discovered uh, that there are a couple of networks that play preaching. Mm -hmm. And so Hank doesn't really ever take anything at face value one of the things that I love about him mm -hmm. <laughs> and neither does Betty mm -hmm. and it's one of the many things that I love about her mm -hmm. and so he got to googling television preachers well these two certain preachers mm -hmm. that happen to come on the television mm -hmm. and it brought about a discussion which has probably been going on since the birth of television because I imagine there's always been television preachers ever since the beginning of television. Mm -hmm. And they've always been controversial. Yes, they've always had good things but some not so good things too. Yeah, like, you know, there's a reason that television preachers are kind of a easily um joked about subject yes because they often get there's been several what busted with drugs <laughs> several with drugs and prostitutes ladies of the evening yes mm -hmm. ladies of the evening and mm -hmm. other things that or just simply misused church money for personal items mm -hmm. you know I mean it doesn't necessarily have to be you know something that is obvious wrong i mean it could be little things as misusing church money to buy whatever they need in their personal life mm -hmm. not church life but mm -hmm. you know their personal life and you look at these television preachers and that own multi-million dollar houses mm -hmm. and I don't know, something about that just don't sit well with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, it seems like if you got money to buy a three million dollar house, why did the majority of your money not go to helping your community where your church is at? Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure the people that attend this church, especially now, due to COVID-19 and all that, mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of people without jobs that's struggling to make house payments or mm -hmm. struggling to buy groceries or you know none of that and then you got this preacher pastor mm -hmm. who is leading the church and is supposed to be the the main example in the church mm -hmm. and or you know that's leading the church and he's buying multi-million dollar homes while the people in the congregation of his church are struggling. Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't understand it. No, and, and you know, we don't want to come across like, hey, we don't think people should have any money. It's not no, that. Not it's that, you know, the extravagance that comes right. about and and realizing, you know, there's there's... Like we said, there's nothing wrong with, with having some cushion in your bank account. Right. But when that cushion in your bank account is coming from people that have been laid off for six months and are still trying to to, to pay their tithe and to keep right. the commitments they made to church. And, you know, at that point, you have to question if it's ethical. Right. I mean, you got to question... Uh the leadership of the guy you know mm -hmm. i mean it's it, it just doesn't seem right for this guy for some people to give all they have so this guy can have everything he wants exactly you know that that's not that's not right the guy shouldn't you know i just don't i don't agree with that and i'm gonna name names on this one but oh okay <laughs> like Joel Osteen, mm -hmm. who bought this multi or built this multi million dollar church, and when the hurricane came through and these people lost everything they had, all they had was each other and the clothes on their back. The guy would not open the doors to his church to let them stay. Mm -hmm. the, that's not right. No, the church should be the first the first doors that are open. And you know, you you can have a shack out in the middle of nowhere or you can have a multi-million dollar church. Regardless, you're called to serve and right. you're called to serve without reserve, you know. Right. If if God provided that that building for your church, then it should be used to minister and and, and god provides different sized buildings you know like right. like we said you know there's nothing wrong with having nothing at a, all. a beautiful facility if that's if that's what god's given you to minister with but then use it to minister don't hoard it and hold it and right. and close your doors to people in need and that is where i start to wonder if that it, some of that extravagance doesn't make people more likely to hold tight and try to protect what they have in this beautiful building versus ministering. Yeah. They've, um, they've become a servant to the money mm -hmm. rather than a servant to God. Yeah, because I think that when it comes to God, if he provided it once, it he he's basically saying it's my job to to take care of it mm -hmm. you know and and if you won't use that building or that opportunity that you have to serve god will move on to somebody else 
Right. He's, he's not going to fool around with somebody that, and you know, isn't going to actually serve. And the thing that's really kind of disturbing or that is more concerning to me is the people that go to this church are more than likely, for the most part, people in that community. The people of the community paid tithes to build this church. And then when they needed the church the most, they were shut out. Mm -hmm. And every way that every way that you look at that, I mean, it's just wrong. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm not talking, you know, I mean, it's, I'm not passing judgment on the guy, but I'm just talking about what he's done. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says, by their fruits, you will know them. Mm -hmm. And the Bible also says, in my father's house is many. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, I couldn't see Jesus closing the door, closing the door and not letting us in. Mm -mm. No. If anything, he would build more doors to get more people in. Well, and you know, I mean, you want to talk about somebody that's built a nice house? Mm. I think Jesus is. Yes. Probably top dog in that department. Mm -hmm. You know, and but he, look what he built it for. Right. And, you know, whenever Jesus talked about heaven, he talked about being welcoming and those doors being open. And granted, you got to go through him to get there. Like, right. this is not a, this is not a, oh, you just live however you want to. And, no, and not no, that's not the message we're sending out. Mm -mm. But Jesus does not turn people away that are in need. No, not at all. And that's... when his children turn people away that are in need, it's shameful. It is. And there's, and I mean, there's a certain level of, uh, what, uh, punishment or, you know, chastisement. Discipline. Chastise, yeah, discipline. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And there's a certain level of discipline that I feel like is going to be in. Yeah, because I think that if you, if you allow that hold that money can have, or you overcommit yourself with the mm -hmm. money that you think you have, or right. you, you allow it to hold you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having nice things, but no. there is a problem with having so many nice things that they hold you hostage and you can't serve because you're so caught up in your things and taking care of your things and right it's you know you gotta you gotta keep it in perspective that god has given you all that abundance to serve right and it's not that you gotta wander around stinky nasty not taking care of yourself <laughs> it's not that right it's that you gotta know that god's given you abundance mm -hmm. to give and you know, the Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. The love of money mm -hmm. is the root of all evil. Mm -hmm. And I think that's yeah. kind of the distinction that people, I guess, need to look at. That, I mean, yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. you're going to have nice things. Joel Osteen or whoever. I mean, Joel Osteen is not the only one I'm sure that has done things like this. But 
when you have nice things and people are in need and you're supposed to help mm -hmm. you're not supposed to gather all your things and hold them, them close to you mm -hmm. and not help people in need mm -hmm. that's where it becomes wrong yeah i mean you got a multi-million dollar facility that can hold what 20 30,000 people mm -hmm. why would you not want to help someone that just lost everything mm -hmm. and has I mean, to rebuild you know from the ground up again you find that though in the local church too oh, yeah, i mean you've, you've got beautiful facilities that sit mm -hmm. vacant six days a week they're right. running the air conditioning they're running the heat they're they've got lights on you know they're they're doing all this work to make sure it's safe and it's secure but it's not serving anything but no, not sunday all. morning sunday night you know and a lot of churches will hold classes and stuff like that i know during the week but you know how are you serving those that are struggling in your community are you you know you have 15 classrooms well do you need 15 classrooms or could some of those be made into housing for people who are homeless or, right, or for mamas that are yeah, yeah you know what what are we doing to serve mm -hmm. and that's the thing and not ourselves what are we doing right. to serve others and i think that that you know there's nothing wrong with helping with parking on a sunday morning but it's not serving your community right and it's not serving those that are about to get evicted it's not serving right. those that don't have food tonight. It's not mm -hmm. serving those that don't have a place that they can go. Right, and as winter, you know, approaches, mm -hmm. there's thousands, maybe millions of people that's homeless in mm -hmm. the United States. And, you know, they need proper shelter and, mm -hmm. you know, especially during the winter and summer months. Mm -hmm. You know, to keep out of the cold and to get a little air conditioner in the summer where it's real hot. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, it's kind of, I guess, the level of selfishness that, that uh, America, and not only America, but I guess the world has achieved. Mm -hmm. That it's, I'm going to gather unto me all that I can and good luck with the rest you know I mean it's yeah. it's not right and I don't know that kind of started the whole discussion mm -hmm. of television preachers and not only television preachers but you can find a church in any town or city or mm -hmm. anywhere and you'll have preachers doing the same thing mm -hmm. you know misusing the ties or constantly poking people to give more give more give more mm -hmm. it it just seems like churches today have turned in to almost like a business they they almost are except for they don't run it like a business that has to be wise right, they run I mean, it like a business that has a never-ending flow of cash yeah and i mean and as long as the thing is is that people work really hard for their money 
really hard and they in good faith give and misusing that money when people work hard and give it to you in good faith Mm -hmm. that they're doing the right thing and not only that that they believe that you'll do the right thing with the money and when someone turns around and misuses that I mean I Mm -hmm. That, that's not right and it's Mm-mm. something that they're going to have to either answer for if they don't realize it or they'll just I mean they've got to ask for forgiveness mm-hmm. if not I think that they'll have to answer for it one day and yeah and it's I, I think that it's a very difficult position to be in when you're in leadership in a church and to know how to keep all of that balanced right but I also think that there's a culture out there of the, you know, at least from what I can tell, a lot of the TV personality style mm-hmm. preachers, they don't seem to have much guidance themselves, at no, least not no, that no. is visible. And, you know, you get people who, frankly, they're, you know, a lot of us grew up with older Yes. Preachers. And there was a reason for that. I know they're not as necessarily as cool as, you know, preacher up there mm. wearing some skinny jeans and, you know, all some that. Jordans and skinny jeans. Yeah. But at one the same thing, time. <laughs> the one thing the old school preachers did was they knew what they believed. They were and very steady on it. They were. They were. They stood where they mm-hmm. thought and and they'd had a chance to mature and it's not yes. that it's not that that's necessarily the basis mm-hmm. you know like Timothy was not older you know mm-hmm. and God God challenged him to minister regardless mm-hmm. you know but he also had Paul as a mentor he had right he, and he had somebody that was very strong in his faith and very knowledgeable and very connected to God that was saying you know keep the right thing the right thing keep your focus right. where it needs to be and I think that a lot of these guys it just seems like and girls mm-hmm. um, it seems like they're kind of just out there floating and whatever they're feeling is this week is what they're preaching on and it's like no you need to have some life behind that you need to have some Right, and you know you can be a dynamic speaker. You can you can you know turn the whole world, mm-hmm. you know, with your speaking. But if you're not speaking the truth, then you're part of the problem. Yeah, and I just hate to see people misled. And I think yeah. that it does. You know, there are some good teachers mm-hmm. and preachers out there that are on television. That's not the determining factor. at all but at the same time it's like you know you gotta you gotta take everything you hear with a grain of salt and get on google for the love of everything good and holy man you kind of gotta filter yeah you know use that bible filter filter it through the bible and say okay is if he's doing this the bible says don't do this so why is he doing this and you know I think that you have to because there's got to be a standard mm-hmm. and I don't think 
us, you know, men or women or the standard. I mean, because we're not perfect ourselves, but Jesus was perfect, so you have to use that as a standard. Mm-hmm. And because it's like when you tell people, well, this ain't right, this ain't right. They always come, first thing they're going to come back with is, well, you can't judge me. Mm-hmm. And what they don't realize is it's just a simple comeback that just kind of allows them to brush off what you said. But mm-hmm. really, you're not judging them. The Bible should be, is what we should live our life by. Mm-hmm is what God said, that's how we should live. And when you see somebody not doing that and you try to instruct them to do better, you're not judging them. Mm -mm. You're just instructing how they should live based off the Bible. But I don't know, it's one of them things that just kind of aggravates me. It's like, well, you can't judge me. It's like, I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm not I'm not holding myself that high to be mm-hmm. able to judge somebody but there is somebody that is mm-hmm. and I guess I get confused on why that's judgment you I don't know, know would yeah. you now I'm not always the best at taking uh, constructive criticism mm-hmm. the good lord knows I've got a <laughs> lot of learning to do in that department so I will say that often my first response is to be defensive. Yes. Um, But a lot of people have spoken truth into my life Mm -hmm. in challenging but loving ways, Mm -hmm. including Hank. Mm. And there's been a lot of growth there because of that. And I have experienced the same challenging and growth because of Betty. So you gotta put good people in your life. Yes, and... And when they talk, and you know that they mean it for your good. Yes. And you know that that person wants you to have the best life. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you hear. Not necessarily the TV preacher. Right. But the person that's doing life with you. Mm-hmm. It's by your side. Yes. That you know loves you, mm-hmm. but also has a solid foundation. Yes. Knows the truth. Loves the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yes. And I think that those people like that, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. But they often get overlooked Mm -hmm. because they might not have a three million dollar building to hold service in or they might not own a pair of Jordans to get up on a platform and speak in Mm -hmm. they might not have a three hundred dollar denim jacket with patches on it (laughs) we don't need no stinking patches (laughs) patches. (laughs) but it's often just the 
little old guy that's just a normal guy that mm -hmm. and it's often the ones that you least expect that yeah. have the most knowledge and wisdom to share with people but mm -hmm. they get overlooked because they're humble they might have on work boots and overalls or mm -hmm. they might have on just regular clothes well, they might just you know they might just be themselves and right. you know the thing is it's a lot of all that stuff that goes on with modern day churches is just about appearance it is and when you have somebody who's just themselves it's kind of sometimes people overlook that just because it's not flashy Right. And it's it's humble and it's just honesty. And I and I think that's easy to brush off because we're used to fake and flashy and all yes. this and you know, the, we're we're who used has to the biggest building or the most expensive car or, you if, know and all that. And or has his style down, you know, like he knows how to dress. Yeah, and you know, or she knows she she looks so polished and she looks right. like she's got it all together. And a lot of times you'll learn the most from somebody who really doesn't have it all together just and they're kinda, honest about it. Just kind of winging it. Yeah. And winging it, you learn a lot from winging it. <laughs> yeah. Learn a lot. Hmm. You learn a lot. And, you know, a lot of times you have to have had some winging it under your belt mm -hmm. before you can really be a decent mentor right. to somebody else. And that's why... Mm -hmm. You know, like I said, age is not necessarily a thing, but you need to have people that are... Yeah, you... You, you got to take your advice from grown folks, okay? Right. Yeah, you got to have a mentor because what you know in your 30s, you didn't know in your 20s. And what you know in your 40s, you didn't know in your 30s. Mm -hmm. And it's just a constant journey. But... Like you said, I mean, you gotta have that foundation. Mm -hmm. If not, the whole house crumbles. So. And I think that's what you see a lot with a lot of TV personalities and stuff like that. Is they have the they have the glitz and the draw and the mm -hmm. the flashy. They they know how to speak in ways that that make people want to be a part of their organization. Right. But where's your foundation? Where's your you know, where right. are you getting your hands dirty serving people? Where are you giving sacrificially? Right. Where are you choosing a perfectly good house over a $3 million house? You right. know, where are you making those decisions that keep your heart and soul on a foundation that is godly? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you have, you decide hey god wants me to have this three million dollar house then he's got it for you for you to serve and you need you need to keep it in that perspective and if it's right. not there then you need to work on it because god calls us to do everything in service to others mm -hmm. and that sounds like a good ending note mm -hmm. so so that was that, our that, that was our you got our um you got our super hilarious yes. podcast during the last one that we published. Right. And now this is our serious, like, yeah. grown-up talk yeah, podcast. Just, just kind of one of our random 
subjects that we tend to think on that and it's not necessarily that one but we'll just pick random topics and what do we'll basically talk 20 30 minute podcast just to just yeah. discussing what we talked whatever about whatever topic yeah yeah basically what we talked about for the whole day and now I you're think, in new year yeah and i think Television Preachers was a good one. <laughs> there could probably be a funny podcast about that. Oh, uh, yeah, there could be. But, yeah. You know. We're trying to be respectful now. And we're trying to maybe shed a little light and maybe help someone to dig a little deeper before they take these preachers on for what they say. Mm-hmm. at face value mm-hmm. you know kind of put them under the the microscope put them under the microscope you know and you know if it lines up with what God says and you know go for it mm-hmm. if it doesn't back away from it mm-hmm. just just get out of there and find someone else whether it's a television preacher or the church down the road mm-hmm. I mean it it's all the same, but if it lines up with what God said, then go full speed. But mm-hmm. if not, turn Run around, get, a, get out of there because it's it's just going to be chaos and disappointment and, and just deceiving. Yeah, you don't need that in your life. No, you can you can get the, plenty of that elsewhere. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to do it for. Mm-hmm. I guess this episode Mm -hmm. and we hope you enjoy it Mm -hmm. and if you did let us know and if you didn't let us know too (laughs) I mean we're we're open to both sides here so we are but it's been fun talking with you guys tonight yes and I guess we will sign off so Mm -hmm. we hope y'all have a nice enjoyable blessed night bye guys bye